everyone, and welcome to Let Me Finish. I am your host, Daniel, joined as always by Kevin. 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 Why did we say that? <laughs> I always forget whether I say your name or not during the intro. <laughs> so I just kind of wing it every time. Every time. And I think I just. I think I just end up saying your name. There's always a. There's always like a like a thematic. Um, pause there it feels like charlie rose kind of a thing like <laughs> i feel like i'm on charlie rose every time there's an intro it's so funny to me. <laughs> speaking of charlie rose who got accused of sexually abusing people or something like that i mean i don't know if that happened but i, I don't think know if that happened <laughs> well he did now i, I guess I it, all right it just happened you're here to hear first Oh man, <laughs> poor guy. It did happen though. No, that's why it, his show got canceled for that. I'm pretty sure. He he got oh, me too. Me too. You've heard of this me too, Charlie. right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the phrase. So he got me too. I'm I I can I'm I'm, yes. I'm aware of that. That's why Charlie Rose ended. Also, Charlie Rose was also like around for like a hundred years. So that's also why it ended. <laughs> yeah, he probably should have ended anyway. I remember watching it by accident a couple of times. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really strange show. Just kind of one of those like, yeah. What is it? Just one of those old. You've never seen Charlie Rose? I've never seen Charlie Rose. I don't wow. think. Wow. Was... I, I think he looks familiar. Probably like, you know, I've seen, but I never watched Charlie Rose. It was you one know, of those I mean, you PBS, know like, I never OPB really shows. TV. It's like a public access show. He would just be in a black room and with a table. It was like a round table. And it would just be him and one other person. And they would just talk. And we he would just, just ask them questions. Things. Yeah, he would just interview like people. And Yeah, some, it's like yeah, Larry King style kind of. Uh, yeah, but Larry King had all the lights in the background. All the shows on PBS are the same. Anyways, we digress. <laughs> it's... it's, it's um, th- uh, we're we're going to talk about Me Too. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, well, uh, the latest uh, sort of news on that front is Chris Delia. The uh, you said Chris Delia. I never know how to say his name. Chris Delia. <laughs> Chris Delia. <laughs> you know, like a deli. Uh, uh, yeah. So he was actually he, a lot. Uh, multiple women have come forward and accused him of. Uh, sexual misconduct uh basically what i mean it was like he was just approaching he was well approaching like uh via social media so he's like messaging uh these women with inappropriate sexual things his fans too inappropriate messages yeah to his fans um some of them were like uh some of the girls that have made accusations are uh some of them were like underage as well yeah so that's that's like you know i mean obviously like him like messaging you know women that are his fans and like being like sexually inappropriate with them is very wrong but like you know it, it it's like he could you know get in real legal trouble for the underage stuff for sure have you, you know that's like a have you listened to Chris D'Elia's podcast? Congratulations. Uh yeah, I used to. I used to tell you to listen I really to it. haven't I, I, I listened to it for a little bit. I would listen to it when I was like at the gym or something. Um, me too, actually. But I haven't really haven't listened to it in a long time. I haven't been in the gym in a long time. Uh, yeah. I that's same. I used to listen to it every time I went to the gym. I yeah. don't know why, but then um after after I stopped going to the gym when it closed and stuff, it's, it's, uh, I just stopped listening after that, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm making a battle." I was just gonna say, like, we're talking about the guy who's running joke on his own podcast is starting a sex cult <laughs> of babies for sucking and fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not making this yeah. up though. This is like, no, like this is joke is it is gonna have the, the log cabin. And we're all gonna be sucking and fucking. This is I'm quoting him. Okay, it's real. It's real. And, and his cult is called the and they're Babies. Not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> no, like I don't know. I gotta admit, 
I wasn't super surprised when I heard about it. Like, obviously, I don't know. I was always, I was, I, I, you know, I've been a fan of Crystalia's uh, stand up and everything, and I've listened to his podcast. A big fan. I was big disappointed. fan of the stand up. Big yeah. fans. We're both, we were both big fans. Oh, we cracked up uh, at Incorrigible. That was like the show. Oh, yeah. We're watching that in college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really just dying in like a cafeteria with a shitty fucking pizza and stuff. I, I think that some of the allegations probably full of shit because I read through the Twitter thread and a lot of them they don't mention names or places. They don't even say if it was Crystalia. It's just kind of like just a screenshot of a conversation. And it's like, man, you could just you could just aggregate a bunch of these screenshots and just post them. Yeah. But at the same time, I will say... Um, the, the guy's image kind of is this like that's kind of his image and I, he's not a bad guy or whatever I'm just saying that like that's kind of his energy right like it's not yeah and i'm not saying like i'm not when accusing I, anything i'm just saying like this is the like the character he usually plays on a lot of shows is like the the creepy you know douchebag dude and um, well yeah i mean it's like what it it's kind of interesting this came out pretty soon after he was on uh, the show You, where he played like a... That show's garbage, he, by the way. His character, yeah. Trash show. <laughs> Have you watched that show? I watched one episode yes. and I was like, oh my god. Okay, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You sound like someone hurt you. <laughs> I just like, really didn't like it. <laughs> show us where she touched you. I didn't like it. I didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> that's how i felt after watching that show i felt like i was no. appropriately touched <laughs> yeah. i just didn't understand but uh but yeah no i don't know it's it's kind of a weird dynamic in that whole show too that's weird because they because he's a villain because he is a comedian who um he has, he has sexual misconduct i don't even remember exactly what it was but basically yeah he's He's guilty of sexual misconduct with, especially with underage girls, and that's the character that he plays. So, essentially, this came out. But what's weird about the show is like he's the villain for like having like sexual misconduct and stuff. But the like protagonist of the show is a serial killer. So, like, I don't really. The whole show is just a cesspool. Let's right. be honest, but. I don't know, but it's interesting that it came out pretty soon after that. Right. I think, um, like, I don't know. My, 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 my intuition at first was like, eh, this again. But then, you know, some of the stories I was like, it's, some of them are fake. Like, some of them mention him, like, stopping drinking and stuff, but he just never drank alcohol. Like, he doesn't drink. So some of them mention stuff like that, and it's like, that's not that's something maybe he lied about that but it seems like that doesn't seem like something he would elaborately lie about for years so there's little details in some of the stories that do make me think some of them aren't true and it would be easy just to say something that's fake but at the same time yeah i i not i don't feel like you can really say a lot to like disprove all of them because it it calls his, his fan base a sex cult of babies so it's kind of like yeah you can't really like even though i i'm totally sure maybe some percent aren't aren't true it's like you can't just it'd be kind of hard just to say yeah. it's all not well, true. And like, like it's hard out. too because i think you know it's like i don't know i don't i don't know that he you know I I just think that he he I, he gets he he's gotten very full of himself. Yes, as of late, that's something he's like a complete narcissist, you know. And that's kind of his yeah. And like I think that's really what his persona is. He's a, he's a complete narcissist. Yes, you know. And for a long time, I think that that was just a sort of a bit. It was just kind of part of his comedy. He's like that's part of. You know, that's part of my act. I'm a narcissist and stuff. But I think that kind of what happened was he blew up. And then, you know, you play that character for long enough. You you know, you kind of going to become that character. I, I think so. we should read his statement. It's four sentence statement. So his statement oh, yes. was, I, I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I've never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. 
kind of obligated to say that. But next yeah. statement was, all of my relationships have been both legal and consensual. I have never met or exchanged inappropriate photos with people who have tweeted about me. That being said, I am really, truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely, in all caps, let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. That's my fault. I own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better. So I, th- I think that, yeah, just to say what I said before, I think it's, it's the, the image thing I think is, is legit. It checks out. That's probably, you know, things going on there <laughs> that you would yeah. not approve of all the yeah. time. I don't necessarily believe all of the kind of very, I don't know what the word is. Um, what's that word? It's like salacious. I don't believe all the salacious, uh, convenient screenshots that are shared, but I I definitely, I think like, I definitely think some of the, some of the things people are saying are true. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. One, I think, yeah, I think that there's, I'm sure that there's a lot of trap. I mean, I guess, yeah, no, I think that there is a problem with these, you know, cancel movements. People will, people have these, and it goes for like whether it's for like sexual misconduct or just for whatever people yeah. have these like things sort of and they'll kind of make stuff up to jump on the trend but no i mean i i believe that he probably acted inappropriately in that way and did some of those things and that was wrong i mean you know i said like i'm saying you know it's like i think that he got caught up you know he, he got caught up in his character i'm not trying to excuse what he did he's it was wrong Okay, now that we're in cancel culture, <laughs> you know who else got canceled in the last week? Racists. George Washington, the chief racist. Did he really? Yeah, they. Oh yeah, they were a George Washington statue in Portland or something. I probably was Portland. I don't really recall, but a George Washington statue was torn down by. Um, I don't know if you would call them protesters because I don't think. That makes sense as a protest, but demonstrators by how's that demonstrators who said that uh, George Washington is racist and also to fall this week was um, statue of Teddy Roosevelt. Um, I'm not exactly sure why that one happened, but they they spray painted Uh, on him uh, something is like he was racist Um, or they spray. They spray painted, yeah, on all of them, really. But, uh, yeah, so George Washington, Teddy Roosevelt, and um, some other pilgrim-type person who had a statue, probably in Virginia, I want to say. So, so yeah, so now... Oh, in Virginia? I I think it was (laughs) You're just saying Virginia. Some old... Lots of statues. Lots of statues have been getting uh, uh, toppled, and it's now sort of a thing... The top story today is just on the toppling of statues and stuff. There's been lots of people coming out with hot takes. What's your hot take on this, Daniel? I've been dying My to hot know. Hot take what you on think about statues. That. Just statues in general, but like you know, we've all heard of like you know Confederate statues, but then also like uh, just just regular like Thomas Jefferson statues. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think my hot take is. Look, tear down the Confederate statues and the st- what was it? What was it in uh, England? They tore down that statue of like it was literally just a statue of a slave trader. That's all. That's all it was. He just he was just a slave trader, the captain of a slave ship, and he had a statue for something. They're like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this guy, let's tear it down. Like that's like absolutely like yeah, you know, yeah, tear that shit down because it's like you know the Confederacy. You can argue all you want about you know, how it was created to preserve states' rights or whatever. Uh, The states' rights they were trying to preserve were the right to own slaves. So as far as I'm concerned, you can get rid of all that. The other stuff, it's like part of me wants to say, like, you know, I don't know, you know, George Washington, he was like, you know, he did, he was, you know, like one of the most and more important, you know, generals in the revolutionary war he was the first president of the country but also the other part of me says you know yeah he probably was a fucking racist he owned a lot of slaves he like 
And like, I don't know, people always try and mention that he, uh, he set, he like in his will, he set them free. How do you know all this stuff about George Washington? (laughs) You know, funny enough, I actually, I just, yeah, in my new, uh, English class, my English teacher wrote an essay about the George Washington estate and, uh, we had to read it or whatever. Oh, but it's bullshit. And, uh, yeah. You researched one of those, on like, this topic. The textbook is one of those, like, it's just paper all bound together and it's just written by him. Oh, God. Um, not a, it's, but at least it was only, like, at least it was only, like, 20 bucks, so it's not too bad. These California but, schools, all their textbooks are just, like, stuff the professor wrote. And then yeah. Just, it really is. He just sells it to you on, like, like, PayPal or something. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not actually like required by the school or anything, but he's just like, oh, hey. Just print it out for you, whatever. Ah, weird. Okay. Okay. Well, your hot take is is um, Confederate statues can go, and then the other statues are, meh. I'd say gray I guess area. I'm still old. Or what? Yeah, I'd say gray area, kind of, because, like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of, like, you know, important history involving him, but. Maybe we, you know, maybe we do tear it down, you know? I mean, he was racist, and, like, like I said, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say, was some people try and, like, argue, like, oh, he couldn't have been racist, you know? He put in his will that all of his slaves uh, should be set free when he dies, and I'm like, okay, but he still had slaves when he was alive. Obviously, he's not going to give a shit what happens after he's dead. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm dead. I don't need these slaves anymore. You can set them all free. You know? Right. Like, he's still fucking bad for owning slaves when he was alive. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Yeah. But. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. You know, okay. I don't know. I don't think I would be horrified to see the george washington statues go wouldn't be horrified nothing is sacred okay i i i will say that's your position nothing is sacred that's <laughs> yes yes okay um all right my take is gonna be pretty short um not crazy about groups of people tearing down stuff uh it's fine if people decide that they don't want it in their community then yeah that makes sense but yeah. if it's just like some people, maybe they don't even live there, just going and pulling out statues. I just don't think it's a good move. But um, I do, yeah, I, I, I see that. Confederate statues can definitely go. I don't care about that. I, people get really touchy about the, the Confederate flag and stuff. I really don't care. Like, I'm, I don't understand why you would fly, like, don't the losing care, tag, yeah. the losing team's flag or whatever, all that stuff. I, I, Stupid, dude. Yeah, t- I'm, I'm 100%. I, same place there. Um, t- as far as, like, like, you know, I guess when it comes to, like, statues like Thomas Jefferson, it's like, should you tear it down? Well, I don't know. I think it really just depends on people can choose <laughs> if they wanted to. If it was yeah. Like, but I also think that instead of people choosing to tear stuff down, maybe they should just put up statues. That's where my position is. It's like, we're also yeah. focused on, like, oh, we got to destroy stuff. But it's like, wouldn't we get a lot farther if you just put up statues of, like, frederick Douglass or something or you know harriet tubman or whatever to find like people in history who are black and put up statues for them instead of like just trying to tear down random ass yeah, other statues. like i feel like you could be people cons- and stuff i feel like you could be constructive and have like you know stat you don't have to go and blow up mount rushmore or something and then be like wow these guys had slaves or whatever it's like okay but like yeah you could i mean i think that's what's hard is that it's like you know, obviously, everyone has flaws, you know, like, everyone, like, anyone, if you want to find a reason to cancel someone or whatever, be like, they were a shitty person, you're going to be able to find one. And I'm not trying to say, like, sure, they were right for owning slaves or anything, but it's like, you know, yeah, I don't know. But it's uh, like, it's, people say that gandhi fucked kids so i mean like yeah it's uh, <laughs> not to like scare anyone but i've heard that's people have said that so i hear things like that and i'm like you know like it, it doesn't mean you go and like burn down pictures of them and I'm not, I'm not, i don't know i don't have a strong feeling about this either way i just think that like no if you think about 20 years from now do you want people to be like Oh, why are there no statues anymore? Or, you know, the kids of the people toppling statues can grow up with, like, statues that 
that look like them or whatever or that had better values or something like that yeah you know, you know. Like, yeah i think that's a give, good point leave something behind instead of just t- trying to focus on you know leave taking, something positive behind take it yeah i feel like you knock over the statue it doesn't really do anything i feel yeah. like it, it really doesn't give anyone anything but i mean yeah. i get it uh, it's just a statue it's not a big deal anyways but at the yeah. same time it's like yeah I wish. Well, and I guess the, the the issue I think too is like in a way something you have to look at the reason that the statues are there. You know, like kind of I think one of the, dif- the differences between I mentioned that statue that they tore down in England that was just a statue of a slave trader. Right. He didn't. He wasn't like nothing. That was just that was what he did. That was his job. <laughs> he was a slave trader, and that was it. They made a statue of him for some reason because he was really rich or something. Who knows? Probably. Uh, and so they tore it down and it's like, that's like, yeah, you know, that's fine. But what's hard is that it's like, you know, when people see a statue of George Washington, they don't necessarily think, oh, you know, like, hey, or it's, you know, we look up to him because he was racist. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, we look up to him for these other yeah. reasons, you know? Yeah. It's and not it's really... like, yeah. And I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, because I'm not. I don't have any connection to that kind of, you know, to like being oppressed in that way. Maybe I have a different view on it, but I, I mean, that's my take on it. It's like, you have to look at why they're there, what they're representing, you know, and if they're representing something bad, then yeah, get rid of it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a tough topic. Uh, it's interesting. I'll be very interested to see where it goes. Um, my only feeling is that it's just a sign of like people being so obsessed with like gotta tear things down and then but there's no like plan for putting anything up there's no like here's what we're gonna do differently it's all just you know yeah it's all just a critique but not like like burn the system not like figure out a new system that works better or something yeah it's like if you don't like this statue of thomas jefferson just put up the Frederick Douglass across the street, they can stare each other down for the rest of time. That's fine. But <laughs> now at least you're leaving something behind. Then, you know, yeah. it's just, okay. You know, and I don't know. And the other thing that I also think a lot about these protests and stuff is like, a lot of these protests are just going on in like, I don't know, very liberal cities or cities that I thought were like liberal, like Los Angeles and then like Portland and Seattle, like all these Western coast, West coast, like, liberal cities and they're having all these protests and like stuff like this and it's like like okay but like i don't know i just kind of think that what's what are you getting out of it you know (laughs) like i don't feel like you're winning people over necessarily fighting so like i'm talking about i'm talking about like local things there's been a local protest that's been very very um visible lately in seattle and that's kind of what I'm thinking of. That's where my head is at. Like, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Tell like, me about that. Okay. So like, I'm just saying, just, just at the outset of what I say before, you know, if you're protesting in Seattle, it totally makes sense. But at the same time, like if you're going to go break stuff, pull stuff down, destroy things, like you're just doing it in Seattle. It's not like anyone here is like that far away from whatever you believe, you know, <laughs> like it's a very liberal city, but anyways, yeah. um, so like there's a there is an instance of this where there was a group of people and I'm obsessed with this movement. I've been following every minute of it on live streams. Um like about 2 weeks ago there was a, a there was a protest. Well, there were several George Floyd protests and the, those just kept kind of going um and it never really sort of like finished. There would always be like something going on and then about 2 weeks ago it was like it was already like two weeks after the George Floyd. Oh, it was probably more than that. It was about half a month. Um, so, oh God, where am I going? Well, I'm trying to set this up in the right way so people understand. So there was like protests going on and I was watching those and there was Seattle police who kept pushing the protesters out of downtown and up into the, the Capitol Hill, which is a little eastern neighborhood, a little bit east uh, northeast of downtown so they kept pushing them up to capitol hill um which is like this very you know very sort of i don't know how to say capitol hill is kind of like the the hippie neighborhood people would say it's there's two hippie neighborhoods in in seattle one is fremont and one is capitol hill um 
So like they kept pushing them into that neighborhood. And then eventually the protesters in that neighborhood started like really sort of just congregating. It became like a big sort of nest. Um, there was some pretty like screwed up stuff where like uh, one thing I'll mention was uh, the, the, the mayor of Seattle said that we weren't going to use tear gas anymore. We put a 30 day ban on tear gas. And then like that protest happened <laughs> and the police started shooting tear gas at them. And I was watching a live stream. I was like, well, that's interesting <laughs> that we had a 30 day ban. <laughs> and then later the, the police commissioner or someone was like, no, 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 we were clear to use that tear gas. We, th- we made an exception. And I was like, what's the point of saying you're going to stop using tear gas on people. And then he hit, hit him with tear gas. So, <laughs> So the people were, like, protesting, like, you know, police brutality and stuff, which we covered in, like, previous episode. And um, eventually the the mayor sort of forced the police commissioner to back off, stop controlling the crowd. And just they, they went to their precinct building, which was right there in um, Capitol Hill. Uh, so they took the East Precinct. They cleared up all of their gear and took all their, like, evidence and, like, you know, weapons and stuff. So they vacated all of their equipment from the building. And the police withdrew to, like, a Safeway parking lot nearby. So they all just kind of, like, pulled out. Um, and then that became, like, a rallying spot. So that was – this was the – the mayor said that this was an exercise of trust instead of keep trying to uh, go down really hard on these people. Um, we're just going to back off. Let them take the area, have their protests, and then move on. Um, so what happened naturally was a group of, you know, a very large group of protesters gathered around the precinct. They did a bunch of talks. They made up a bunch of, like, you know, speeches and, like, demands. And they decided, all right, we're just going to occupy this zone. We're going to do, like, Occupy Wall Street kind of thing where yeah. they they took all the police – So. This is what's really funny about this. They called it the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. So what's really funny is the first thing that they do as, like, protesters trying to, you know, I don't know, now that the police have left. uh, What's rule number one of the protest, Daniel? What's the first thing you would do? What's the first thing you would do if you you got the police to leave the area? if the cops just left? Yeah. What what do you do? What's the most logical thing for I don't know. Take off my shirt. No, okay. What the the most logical thing to do? They take all the police barricades and set them up on the streets to block off all these streets. So they set up all these barricades. Okay, so they build a bunch of walls, and then the second thing, they get a bunch of people with weapons to come down and patrol their walls, like their borders, and have their own little like what they call the autonomous zone. So it was like their own section of Seattle. So. They, what was really funny was it started out as like this protest about like police being too militarized and also being like an occupying force in black communities. And then like like day one of their autonomous zone and they're an occupying force taking over a neighborhood. <laughs> and I have a yeah. friend who lives in that neighborhood and he hates this protest because it makes it so difficult for him to like, like get in and out of his apartment and stuff. And he says that they're super loud at night so he can't sleep. And then, like, and I've talked to multiple people who have that story. So, like, they're an occupying force. And then the second thing is they're militarized, where they have a bunch of people, mostly white, uh, anarchists from uh, Puget Sound Anarchy Club and its little, yep. you know, We've network of people. talked about them before, I think. Yes. So they have, a, like, a militarized branch called the John Brown Gun Club, which is just a bunch of, like, uh, communists with AR-15s. So so this this thing that was like a – and I remember on the – first day when they first like were in that precinct area one of the lead people who was like leading like the movement you know uh his name okay i should mention he's raz simone who's gotten a lot of attention recently we'll get to him in a second but one of the first thing he said was as people were starting to go crazy he jumped on a car he calmed everyone down and he said look you know don't give them what they want we're not going to start burning down this building that's what they want us to do. They left the building. They think we're going to do some stupid. We're just going to have a peaceful protest. And like, and that was really like kind of impactful. And then other thing that he said was like, um, you know, we didn't take this precinct. They just gave it to us. Like they left. They want us to like screw this up. Like he's, he's a pretty smart guy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll mention about him later though. <laughs> so, so I have you, I, we'll get to it. But anyways, I'll, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come to the end of this here. So, so, 
the idea was that this would be a peaceful protest and that they would just come up with a list of demands. They would say, this is what we want. We're just going to hang out with the precinct. It ended up being like a, they took over an entire city park, like a large one. They had like a seven block radius of like their own, like no police whatsoever. And they started trying to, to grow like a garden. That's really sad. It's just a bunch of dirt on some cardboard in the park. Like it's like it a, grow that fast. It's an inch, yeah. it's, but it's an inch of topsoil on cardboard. I don't know why they put it on top of cardboard in the park. Like they didn't just dig up the park and plant plants. They just like were like, now let's put it on cardboard. And it's like what? And then also, <laughs> it, it went from like Black Lives Matter to just like, uh, just like a Marxist demonstration, and it, it just became like super detached from and there's a lot of like every time i watch the the live streams there's tons and tons of like infighting and tension between like the black lives matter people who are trying to make this like a protest and then all of the just white anarchist people who want to make it like a, a just a circus who are just there to like LARP. Yeah. all these people who yeah. want to walk around with guns and like larp that this is their you know yeah. so like and then you constantly get this back and forth on their you know i i am such a creep I, I read through their reddit i go through their like twitter accounts i i know like different people i've know all the names of different people who are there um if you like turn your camera around would i just see like a wall covered yes and yes tax the string I, connecting I, different documents and stuff yes i am like i could i could <laughs> i could dox half of those people but but like it, I, I there's all these connections every day is like a different episode like it's like life pd but the new season you know it's like it's just like there's it's like all these like it's like a live show that you're watching but it's crazy so um and i guess just the last point was um that uh so it, it's of course it's devolved into chaos it's basically been like overrun with like you know drug abuse and homeless people because it's seattle that's what happens it's if you had to occupy you know wall street type of thing in seattle it's exactly how it would end so we have that there yep. where it's it's become just like a big tent city uh but it's like the same thing with occupy portland yes yes but there's there's no police around at all there's no sort of safety involved and then over the weekend we had like three different shootings uh, one guy got killed. Another person got sent to the hospital. I think a third person got sent to the hospital, and they were like young too. This is a guy's like a, do you think he's like nineteen? And he got, I think he died. Um, so this is like a random stuff. So what the word on the street is that there's gangs actually fighting over who gets to sell drugs to all of the people in there. So and because there's no police around, that's why you end up having like so there's all these like shootings and stuff like around the. It's just it's wild dude it's completely wild and then the other thing that people got a lot of criticism like a week ago was that the rat simone who's like he was he's not the leader people don't say he's the leader but he's basically like the de facto leader because he's got guns and stuff and like (laughs) he made himself the the police so he's the self-appointed police of the place and he was you know he's on camera like assaulting a couple of people kind of just out of the blue like just like there's a guy spray painting i think i've seen those videos yeah yeah yeah. there's a guy tagging something he didn't like that he was tagging like a certain business and then he went over and just like you know uh knocked him down started kicking him and stuff and then and then also the same thing was another guy was just filming and then he went over and just slugged him so there's a bunch of like clips out there of this guy you know starting like fights and stuff and then also claiming to be the police of the zone there's there's another one where he was like yeah, it's something with him and some like it's him him and a woman, there was an altercation, but I forget what happened. I don't want to misrepresent it. But I just think what's so funny about it is he's gotten so much attention over this. Um and he's a well spoken guy. He's like a really smart dude. But at the same time, you kind of wonder because he's walking around with an AK forty seven, like police yeah. around, like how much of this is real. But like the guy he's a SoundCloud rapper slash airbnb landlord and he drives a tesla model 3 and he <laughs> and the and the trunk of his car is full of guns and he was just handing them out to people at the protest there's video of that too where he pops the trunk of his tesla and he pulls out like an assault rifle and just hands it to some some random guy who looks like he's like 13 or something not 13 probably 16 <laughs> he just hands it to some guy he's got like a child army up yeah there. he's yeah. just handing guns to people the guy obviously doesn't even know how to handle it it's so ridiculous and like but this guy's a soundcloud airbnb landlord he, he has several airbnb properties and like and he's gotten like national attention now for this thing so 
Anyways, after all the shootings this weekend, though, the mayor has committed to removing it. Although, uh, about five or six days ago, she did like a press conference in Seattle and she said, oh, this is not a big deal. You know, it's a summer of love, whatever. Maybe it'll go on all summer. It's like a block party, guys. And then like two days later, someone gets shot dead and is like a teenager. Mm, yeah. And it's like, no. it's like the mayor of Seattle shouldn't be in government. She's literally just a danger to everyone around her. <laughs> like, like everyone wants her to resign. Literally no one's on her side now. Like yeah. all the radicals hated her because she supports Amazon a lot. So a lot of more radical people hate her for kind of being, you know, slave to Amazon. Well, she's probably getting some fat pockets off of yeah, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon nice. does give money to candidates and stuff. I've, I've heard that they prop up candidates. So she plays ball yeah. to Amazon. So the, the people hate her uh, who are like more like hard left. But then the people on the right, um, anyone who's like on the right, I imagine, hates her because she basically endorsed uh just an open-air drug market <laughs> with no police the police commissioner even during the same like press conference said she basically just disagreed with all the, the things she's like i did not agree with us leaving the precinct I, this was not a good idea we should not be doing this our response times are tripled anyone has an emergency in this area we can't get to them and it's like well what happens in the end so people have emergencies people get yeah. shot and then there's no police response and it's like yep so Anyways, yeah. what's your take on that situation? Thank you for letting me get through the whole anthology. By the way, that was uh, no, awesome. yeah, you're all good. No, I was I was wondering about that because I kind of see I saw it developing a little bit on Twitter, and um, there was this girl that I follow on Instagram that was always constantly posting about it, and she was kind of one of those people that was like for a long time she was like <laughs> posting about like you know all those like people would be talking about like how it was kind of starting to become violent. She's like, oh, it's becoming violent. Um, yeah, I just like sat at like a yeah. movie or something or whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah. so you guys sat at a movie, but then like someone, that doesn't change the fact that someone died that night. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't change anything that people are just walking around fighting each other and stuff and walk around with guns and shit. You know, it's just, so I don't know. It, there's there's a lot I, of it's it's hard because I think yeah I think it's like I, I I wish that you know people could be trusted to just govern themselves like that but I just don't think they can be I think that it will always devolve into that That's the weird sort of like so what you mentioned earlier there's a lot of weird gaslighting from the people in there who are like everything's fine you know it's like when your parents text you and they're like hey uh we're gonna be home a little later is everything you're like everything's fine you know like yeah this, this is weird gaslighting where like they would constantly be saying like like people would mention like well aren't you guys like seceding or something like isn't this like a issue for people who live there or whatever and they're like who who we're not leaving the country yeah. who, who said we're leaving the country well, and, and that's like what's crazy too bunch is of it... pictures of them nailing up signs saying like you're leaving the u.s uh, free capitol hill and also it's like wait you guys are like larping like this is fallout and then like yeah. the minute people call you out and say well it looks like you guys are trying to like leave the country or something they're like no we're not it's like yeah what's well, so funny is that like like they so they post all this stuff about that and stuff and they were really into it for like at the beginning but they don't live there no <laughs> and they, and they have they have they, they start posting about it after the you know like the beginning of stuff i'm like it's because i mean you have no stake in it you know it's like if you don't live there if you if, you know what i yeah what i feel bad for is the people like your friend that you're talking about that lives there that's just like yeah i gotta fucking deal with all these assholes yes. making it hard as fuck for me to like just get to work and shit or whatever. The yes, fuck. I met that guy. So I met that I met a guy over the weekend, and he said he lives in the zone. He walks to work every day when he when he has to go, and sometimes he has to go in still. Um, he says he walks to work. Uh, he has to go through the zone. They they set up barricades, and they'll they'll like if cars want to drive past, they'll have to like stop the cars. Like I was just watching that on the live stream, where they'll they'll literally stop people's cars trying to get in and out of the zone too. And like, it's just, it's weird, you know? And then the other thing was, yeah. he said every night they just do like these loud screaming rallies at 1 a.m. And he says it's, it's impossible to sleep. And he has to just like, yeah. <laughs> just get really drunk and then try to pass out because he says he can't <laughs> sleep whenever he's there. And they've been, they've been, this has been going on for two weeks. And the mayor, 
thinks it's just a big joke and thinks it's so fun and so great and it's wonderful it's such a great neighborhood it's always been autonomous it's like hang on like yeah people do heroin in cal anderson park i know but that doesn't mean you can just evacuate the police precinct and then like let like gangs get into open warfare over who gets to supply drugs <laughs> to this yeah to this little thing and then all the people who live there are like just destroy like the whole place is just a graffiti hellhole sort of place it's like come on yeah like this is sad i just don't think that this is the way to like deal with things like this because it's like people will you know if you let people have you know their own if you just like are like all right whatever like people will always bad people will always find ways to like take advantage of situations and stuff and that's exactly what's like happening in our government. Don't get me wrong; bad people will take advantage of situa- situations. But the key thing is that it's like we have systems in place to like check the people in government, and they don't work all the time, you know. And there's we definitely need to like implement new systems, especially to check, you know, police and everything like that. But it's like when you're in a place like this, it's like it just becomes this like regime. And there's no checks on anything. So it's like anyone that's just like no one, no one like, I don't know, anyone with a bad intention has just come in and start fucking shit up, you know? Yeah. They've created a situation where a SoundCloud rapper slash Airbnb landlord slash Tesla owner can run an slash entire gun supplier, apparently can run a seven block radius of Capitol Hill. That's what Seattle is now. Like, that's, yeah, the sad thing is that it just turns like Black Lives Matter into a joke. And like I've talked yeah. to some people and like from like the first couple of days of this thing, we were like, yeah, this this is like gonna just like black people are gonna end up looking like people are gonna blame them for all of this stuff when if you actually like look at what's going on like the place is like full of just a bunch of you know caucasian marxist types you know the kind of people yeah. who would go to capitol hill anyways you know yeah like it's just full of those that crowd and then like and it's like i don't know i just i just question i feel like if you turn blm into like marxism like not doing like anyone a favor you know like you can have your marxism occupy wall street thing but don't try to like subvert like you know racial injustice into it it's like come on like it's just just not gonna i don't see how that could possibly help like any sort of movement by just making it way more complicated right like yeah well and i think it's really unfortunate because this whole movement has just been plagued by people with other you know like with other agendas trying to kind of hijack it and use it you know yeah for their own agenda yeah it's like what is it it's like you see all these people too it's like what it's like there's this twitter this tweet someone retweeted or something actually it might have even been christelia that i saw retweeted it or something (laughs) like quoted it and like whatever but it's like this girl was all like oh like black lives matter it's like a white girl (laughs) She's like, if Black Lives Matter and stuff, she's like, we also need to, you know, she's like, while we're doing this Black Lives Matter movement, we also need to focus on making sure that everyone knows that animal lives matter and stuff and anything with a consciousness and all this stuff. And then she just completely, like, hijacks it to go on about, like, animal lives and animal cruelty and stuff. I'm like, that's for another day, okay? Like, you know, let, let the black people be angry oh, about like that. you know this shit about their people being murdered and so like let yeah. them have their thing and then after that we can do your animal lives matter movement animal lives and that's matter. fine cat like, lives we, matter after that's... we like address this issue yeah cat lives matter rally we'll do is, that is yeah. on tuesday man but that's like literally what she was even going on about she's like oh animal lives matter too and all this For stuff real. like for that's real. so dumb you're like yeah it's just just do let the movement be the movement and then create your own movement later and we can we can address those issues after that i've been i've been thinking a lot recently i'm just gonna demo this here i don't know i still need to think about it but i've been wondering if these movements are actually right wing I feel like we always think it's left wing. Wonder if maybe it's, because I looked at Capitol Hill Zone and I was like, well, you have a bunch of people walking around with guns. 
and trying to have like limited government. This just seems like if I didn't know better, I would just assume that's a Republican thing. If I heard of this situation, I feel like happening, it's a lot of like libertarianism and stuff. Yeah, a lot of libertarians are really getting on board with it. If you told me it was in Texas that there's this group of people took over like seven blocks, uh, a bunch of them are like armed with assault rifles, and they just don't want any government interference. I'd be like, okay, like that's that's definitely a right wing thing. Well, yeah. Just, what was it that? It's so it's such a right wing documentary thing. you were watching about the like the cult or whatever that took the compound and stuff. Oh yeah, Waco. Yeah, it's a Waco. Yeah, Waco, exactly. Texas. It's literally just Waco, and yeah, like, like no one even bats an eye when they hear about that in Waco, Texas, because it's exactly what you would expect. Yeah, but that went really far for like strange reasons. That went really bad. It was really There's, bad. I mean, there was a lot of other stuff going on, but yeah, true. People being holed up, <laughs> claiming you know autonomy with and having guns. Yes, it, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and then I think about Black Lives Matter. And I just wondered, like, I don't know. Like, there's such a there's a weird sort of like very like like left wing politics that are in it. But I kind of wonder is, is that part of this or is that just uh like on the side and like how much of like black lives matter is actually just like a i don't know i need to think about it more but i started you know what's interesting though actually is that um so a lot of these uh charitable donations and stuff like that a lot of these charities that's like the black lives matter um the all the like bail funds um all of the uh george floyd charity hey it came out that like that's funded by what was it like all blue or something like that 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 they're the ones that that's like basically the all of that all of the you can donate to all those different funds but all just gets funneled into something called like all blue which is a charity that does donate to some of those things but like 70 percent of your donations actually just go straight to the democratic party interesting wow yeah okay well yeah well <laughs> well that was and that was something that i even kind of noticed which i was i was suspecting that because i was looking at where i could donate to you know where i could donate to right. help help the issue but when i looked into it i was like people were posting these things and i kind of was like looking at it and i went to the link and i was looking and i was like all right there's like this thing and it says black lives matter and stuff. But then I'm like, okay, but where does it go? And as I kind of traced it, I traced it to all, I think it's wow. like all blue or something, but it's basically, yeah, just a, I had no it's idea. Just a democratic uh, yeah. charity that takes yeah. most of the money for the democratic party. I'm so it's like, look that up. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> I want to research that. Cause I was, I was uh, there's, I think Barack Obama had posted some like charities, but then I want to double check if those are linked to the same thing. But yeah, and that's that the thing is that like that's what's hard, and I don't think that people knew. You know, I'm not like whatever, but like there was when I looked, a lot of the things were, um, um, a lot of things it would go to this site and then you know i don't know and i was like and i don't and i don't know exactly um i wasn't able to find anything about exactly where it goes or anything but when i saw it, i was like you know it's just kind of going to this central site i don't know what this you know central charity really does so i was like well that's not really <laughs> i'm not just gonna you know i don't know right. i was just like when i looked deeper it was really hard to trace the money like to the where they said it was going to go right yeah so like yeah this is why i was wondering so like i don't know there's a couple of things that i just was thinking about regards to like you know black lives matter and stuff and i've just been wondering like just watching capitol hill like yeah how much of this is like black lives matter and then how much of this is like this sort of thing that seems to grow on black lives matter like there's like a, yeah. like a it's like ivy it's like it sort of like grows around it and i'm just saying like uh part of what made me think about this which actually is a fantastic segue is something that killer mike referenced when he talked about like you know 
he believes that you know people should own guns like he was like pro second amendment because he thought that black people should have guns so they could protect themselves from police you know or people you know coming after them they should be able to have that protection and it, you know so it was like a it was like a different way of getting to a position that you expect from like conservatives you know what i mean so like it was like yeah pro second amendment sort of thing which isn't something you hear from liberals you always hear it from conservatives but then he arrived at it from like a black perspective so it was made me think like how much of like and then you think about stuff like community policing and like you know limited government and stuff you're like some of this i feel like <laughs> some of this isn't liberal you know it's kind of yeah strange. i don't think it is i don't think it all is no that was something that actually really surprised me when i because i i listen like i've listened to run the jewels for a long time and i've followed a little bit with like killer mike and his political activism and stuff but i never really dove that deep into it but yeah watching uh trigger warning uh it was interesting because, yeah, hearing stuff like that, I was like, okay, that's interesting. I wouldn't have expected you to be pro-amendment. Right. So that was what we were going to, we're going to, so I also watched Trigger Warning. I started watching it. Um, I forgot. It was just one of those things. It was on Netflix. It showed up and recommended. I, I, I accused Netflix um of horrible things because they never recommended it to me even though it's been out for like a year and then they finally put it's it been in out for a long time yeah and then i watched it and i was like this is like this is so great this is it's honestly so fire like it's it, it was it's good it was ridiculously good i watched there's about six episodes it's like a documentary but there's each every it's like in installments <laughs> and each installment Did you tackles ever, like a different issue did you ever see um like nathan for you Nathan, no. the Nathan Nathan Fielder. It reminds me a lot of uh, something that Nathan Fielder would do because they're kind of almost all like social experiments and stuff. Hmm. But like some of them are like, like the second episode is literally, I was watching it and I'm like, I literally feel like I'm watching a Nathan Fielder episode right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. It's literally, he just goes in and like, I don't know, he comes up with these just crazy ideas. For like businesses and stuff yeah that's why but yeah so yeah we watched that trigger warning yes so what's your what's your um what's your reaction yes best episodes or uh or uh the standout moments uh well episode two is certainly entertaining we could i actually even... gotta say i i look <laughs> what we couldn't even remember what episode two was before this. I'm just calling you That's out. That's true. No, like, I kind of, I, <laughs> I was just, you know, I was thinking about all the other episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. But no, it was good. I don't know. Oh, dude, I loved, I watched the uh, Church of Sleepy or whatever episode. That episode's so good. <laughs> That's so funny. Th- oh man, he just like comes up. He like basically is like, man, like he's like Christianity is crazy because like you know it's just Jesus is white and he's like, oh you know we're all black. White Jesus, you know, yeah, we're all black worshiping a white Jesus. He's like, why the fuck are we, you know, like why can't we worship like a black Jesus? So he just gets one of his friends and he turns him into black Jesus. <laughs> kind of. He writes a, a Bible for him and yeah, yeah. It's like a they social create, like, experiment, a I guess. It really is. It's like it's every it's it's like social experiments in various goes too parts. far. It a lot of it is related to Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like like it's always holds, like he holds actual like church services in a strip club and then like <laughs> it's just like Yeah. It was like Or okay. like oh man, the second one, fuck school is funny because he basically he comes up with the idea that we should, you know, they should be tra- tra- uh, teaching trades in uh, school and not doing the typical schooling curriculum. But yeah. in in his <laughs> effort to make trades more interesting, in the end, he ends up making like a bunch of different, just like porno, yeah, informational videos where it teaches you how to like snake a drain, like 
change a light bulb oh, and stuff making like that. a train <laughs> euphemism yeah but it's funny because it's like it's a it's it's a great show because it, it's smart i feel like you learn a lot of stuff there's a lot of just like facts yeah. kind of thrown in there and then like just about like random topics and then it ties into like yeah. more of a commentary on like culture and then like black issues and stuff and then <laughs> and then killer mike always says like controversial stuff where like he mentioned something about like like a black president to like the superintendent of like a school or something in that, 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 that education episode. And then she's like, Oh, but Barack Obama was president. He's like, yeah, but he, he was biracial. I mean, a black president. <laughs> and they like, were just whoa. like, Whoa. <laughs> so he always says these things that are like too far for everyone. <laughs> like <laughs> so funny. And then he talk, talk about like white Jesus and stuff. And he talks to like a black minister about it. I think it's Creflo. Talks to like Creflo yeah. Dollar about like white Jesus and Creflo Dollar is like you're gonna you're gonna get struck like, by lightning dude. that's blasphemy. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, it does. It's like offensive to everyone. So it's funny. so funny. But then it's like really good. The experiments always go like crazy. So my I think the best episode I'm just gonna say my my favorite was um the the gang one. So he tries to rebrand uh, Crips because. Uh, because he's like, look, Hell's Angels have like products. They they have a good image. People, you know, people sort of celebrate like Hell's Angels, it's like a cultural thing, even though they're you know a bunch of historically bad dudes. Um, yeah. So then he's like, look, we just take our gang, the Crips, uh, which people are scared of, and let's rebrand it. So he makes like product for them. So he makes like Crip Cola. Yeah. <laughs> Crip Cola, which is like homemade uh coca-cola but then he like labels it and gets like a marketing person to come and yeah. show them logos <laughs> the marketing person's like so awkward <laughs> it's so funny to try to show like crip cola <laughs> yeah logo designs and then they go and try to sell it to like a branding guy and, and it was so funny that episode where they try to get a loan and they go to like a loan shark they go to like literally like a payday loans or something yeah and they're like, hey, we try to like. Well, get I think a loan. they go to like the bank and they're trying to get a loan like from the bank. Yeah, and then the guy yeah, is and he's like, like... <laughs> trying to ask them like, well, where'd you guys, you know, <laughs> what's your business like, plan where... and stuff? What's your experience? Yeah. And they're like, oh, selling products. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right, what kind of product? And they're like, uh, <laughs> he's doing this with like actual crips that he just is, he just finds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and then he grabbed like some bloods too because people were getting all nervous they're like oh well you can't drink cribicola because then a blood will come and like shoot you so then he gets some bloods yeah. to come and make their own so, so like and then i guess the commentary that one i'm not even sure but i feel like i guess the commentary what i thought was um that the the gangs are seen a certain way that's not necessarily a hundred percent of what they do kind of how hell's angels like some people might you know they're rapists and stuff but like at the same time it may maybe mostly they're just a motorcycle club so he's like well yeah you know, kind of the same commentary where it's like well gangs i guess is i don't know <laughs> i guess the commentary is that gangs yeah. are bad question mark but uh one of the crips said that like oh if we have gangs legitimate business <laughs> the one what? of the crips in the show in the episode says if we if we have legitimate businesses or whatever then then we'll we'll crip a different way or something like that which so yeah like, my favorite part of the episode is one of the guys uses crip as a verb <laughs> he's like in the beginning intro he's like we started cripping in my mom's kitchen <laughs> that was when we first started cripping and i was like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> you're just in your mom's kitchen and now we're just cripping what is this now verb? we're cripping dude how are you using this as a verb how does he how does one crip in a kitchen like <laughs> do you need appliances to crip what is happening i don't understand it's so funny to me <laughs> what i am like so confused just mind boggled trying to figure out what does that mean <laughs> oh man so th that was i mean that episode just gold it's just just hands down just, that was really good it's just good that that show that says everything about the show i'm not really sure what the cultural commentary is there some of the episodes are really funny and then i'm not i'm not really sure exactly what the message is but there's a yeah. thought it makes you think at least it makes you think yeah yeah it makes comparison definitely
It's useful. Fuck, man. You just get to see, like, Killer Mike go around and, like, you know, just do crazy shit. And it's yeah. fun. He's, yeah. like, super funny. So then, like, the last episode, I'm going to spoil it for you. Because um, <gasps> you didn't finish go it. Ahead. So it's all I, I was so, slow. Well, I'm going to cheat your homework here. So the last episode, they go and they start their own country. But that just means, like, they, they rented, like, a house and, uh, like, a farm. Like, they rent out, like, a ranch or something, and then they just have people from all the previous episodes come there and try to, like, I don't know, make a garden or something. And, like, it's basically like the autonomous zone. Like, they sleep in tents and stuff and try to make a garden. But it doesn't, like, go very well. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It's like it's just like a what if we had our own country type of thing or whatever. They call, yeah. it, like, they call it New Africa or something like that. It's kind of funny. But, like... <laughs> I think that like okay, so here's, I I think after watching the last episode, I realized oh, this isn't like reality like documentary like yeah. this is this is probably staged like I I'm pretty sure like like but it's a mix I feel like it's a mix. Are, did you pick up on yeah that? yeah no I just kind of picked up on it while you were talking about it. I was actually looking at the IMDb page for it and I noticed that 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 dude. That like uh, Killer Mike gets off, gets in like a showdown with, at like the uh, soda tasting and stuff, and like calls him a racist and stuff. Yeah. Um. He's like actually like an actor and stuff. Like not like yeah. he's not like a big time actor or anything, Mark, but he's like Mark he's Pagan. like you know like a a small time you know he's he's it seems like yeah, he's he's trying to get into acting or whatever, and so so he shows seems like. He shows up. He in, shows up, yeah, multiple times. He shows up in the last two episodes and that Crip episode. So, well, in like the second to last episode, I feel like that's where you're like, mm, that might be in the last episode. It's like he seems like him. he's yeah. yeah. It's I'm like he seems like he's playing a character. Here. Yeah, like in the last episode, he just like obviously like he just like is just goofing off. So like, I feel like. It's weird though, so it's like a mix of like how staged it is because the first episode yeah. feels really real, where it's like living black. How do you keep a dollar in the black community? So like other like white people, Asian people, and Jews will like they'll earn money, they'll spend money on businesses owned by people in their in their like racial group, and then it, it keeps the money circulating before it leaves, and it makes other people in the same group wealthier, pretty much. And so he tries yeah. to do that because he says black people. The dollar in like a Jewish community stayed for like like a couple of weeks, and then he said like for black people like the twenty eight days or something. Yeah, and then he said the dollar in in the black community stayed for like six hours or something like that, yeah. like super fast. It's yeah, just gone. So he gets like a he gets like like a like a bike made by black people, a phone made by yeah. a black guy, and then well, that's like one of the things that's funny too is that like. He's trying to. He keeps trying to find weed the whole time. Yeah, but he can't find he can't find any weed that he can buy because it's all grown by Mexicans. Uh, it's all grown by like, well, like this weed that he would smoke was grown by white people. Yeah, and, and he he's like the dealers are black, weed. <laughs> but the people that grow it are either white or Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like trying to find weed the whole time. But that episode feels like like documentary. But then I think like. Halfway yeah. through the show, it sort of switched where it went from like, like more of a documentary with like bits that are really funny, but there's like a lot of real interactions and like just, just like talking to people. And then sort of the last episode where like they bring back what feels like a bunch of cast members to start the country or whatever, and then it's just, just yeah. like, oh, he got all the Crip guys from that Crip episode back, and like all those people from unemployment. And all these little things where you're like, okay, this is like definitely like a cast thing. This is. This is, um, so like, I would say it's, that's one of the things that I thought was strange where like, they don't say it, but it kind of goes from being like funny documentary to like, uh, like the office sort of like mockumentary. It felt like a mockumentary at the end where it was like, okay. yeah, I think it, and I think it turns more into that as you go. Yeah. It just yeah. slowly like starts progressing towards that where you start like, realizing did you are did you watch the the one where they try to write music from different people? They they get a, they make a bunch of people from different political groups. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah. They have like a, the white supremacist or whatever in their group, and like <laughs> all that stuff. Where I was like, it's okay. like a poem about 
white supremacy or something. And he wears glass. He looks like bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay. I think I think this is... That's when I was like, no, there's no way that this is a real person. Yeah. Like, this is actors. and um, But it's still a genius show. I feel like... I feel like if they do another season, which they absolutely should, I hope that they're, they can do more of the documentary style content, though, because it's so hilarious and then also smart. And then it's just interesting to like kind of like, I don't know, it's like it's like its own genre, pretty much. But but then like, <laughs> like I like the crib episode a lot, too. But then like, I yeah, the, the, the last two episodes, I felt like were like were really staged. And I, I didn't feel like it was that good because it was too, like, too much, um, what's the word? Too many empty fourth. calories, really. Like, yeah. I was, like, too, like, fourth wall breaking, kind of. Like, yeah. Like, you start to realize the, the, the illusion starts to break down and you're like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. Yeah. Here. I feel like they can do stage stuff as long as they somehow bring, like, real people into it and let like like they 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 do their like band thing and then they interview people who watched it and ask them what they thought like that was smart so stuff like that where it's like okay bring people into it and they get like honest reaction to something that's just kind of like assembled and like that that, that worked but then so so i'd say my review of the show is it's really good it's really smart it's really funny it's like a definitely a great thing to watch just if you have time to kill every single episode is super watchable there's not a bad episode but then like i would say that like definitely the first few episodes you feel like it's real and then the last few episodes you're like this is a little bit cheesy so i think <laughs> that's that's one thing i would say watch yeah. out for yeah yeah it definitely gets cheesy at the end. Yeah. So. <laughs> you recommend it? That's a recommend? Recommend. I think that that is a recommendation. I give it the stamp. Hold the thumbs up. Yes. Thumbs up. All right. Now that we've covered everything. All yes. the things. No more segues. None at all. Everything's cleared. So we're gonna we're gonna meet back here next week. We're gonna see what statues are still up and uh we're gonna I guess figure out what what's going on with that Capitol Hill zone. Looks like it looks like they're taking it down now. Um but we'll, we'll have an update on that situation. Yes. In a week. News updates. Yep. In a week. Be there. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Let Me Finish. Your number one source for made-up statistics.